0: Bismillah الله الرحمن الرحيم are والسلام على who are the ones who وسلم the ones who are the ones who وأما السجود الصحوي فقال أحمد يحفظ فيه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم خمسة أشياء سلم من اثنتين فسجد وسلم من ثلاث فسجد وفي زيادة ونبصان وقام من اثنتين فلم, فلم يتشهد قال الخطابي المعتمل عليه عند أهل العلم هذه الأحاديث الخمسة يعني حديثة أو حديثي حديثي ابن مسعود وعبي سعيد وعبي هرينة وابن محينة وسجود الصحوي يشرق لزيادة ونقص وشكل في في فرد أو نقص إلا أن يكثر فيسير كالوسواس فيطره وكذا في الوضوء والمصر وإزالة النجاسة فمتى زاد فعلا من جنس الصلاة قياما أو ركوعا أو سجودا أو قعودا عمدا بطلت وصحوا يشجد لقوله صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا زاد الرجل ونقص في صلاته فليشجد سجدتين رواه مسلم ومتى ذكر عاد الى ترتيب الصلاه بغير تكبير وان زاد رحمه القتا متى ذكر وبلغ على هيئه قبلها ولم يتشهد ان كان قد تشهد ثم سجد وَسَلَّمَ ولا يعتد ولا يعتد الزائده مسبوق ولا يدخل معه من علم انها زائده وإن كان إِمَامًا أو منفردا فنبهه إثنان لزمه الرجوع ولا يرجع إن نبحه وإن نبحه واحد إلّا إن نبهه وإن نبهه واعد إلا أن يتقبل سواب لأنه صلى الله عليه وسلم لم يرجع إلى قول اليدين ولا يبطل ولا يبطل الصلاة عمل يسير كفتيه صلى الله عليه وسلم الباب لعائشه وحمه أمامتها ووضعها وإن أتى وإن بقول مشروح في الصلاة في غير موضعه كالكراحت في البوحود وتشهد بالقيام القيام لم تبت به.
1: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات في أعمالنا. نشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد وهو على كل شيء قدير ونشهد ان محمدا عبد الله وخليله الله ورسوله ارسله رحمة للعالمين ابلغ الرساله وعدل الامانه ونصح للامه وجاهد في الله حق جهاده صلوات الله وسلامه عليه ويرضوان جل وعلا على صحابه محمد أولئك الذين صحبوا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم آمنوا وصدقوا وهاجروا معه وإليه وجاهدوا معه وبعده حتى أنال الله جل وعلا الأرض لنرع الهداء فاللهم ارضى عنهم وأرضهم واجعلنا ممن يحسنون الاختداء بهم المحبين على يا اليابجر عليهم وإكرامهم يقول المؤلف شيخ الاسلام محمد بن عبد الوهاب رحمه الله عليه في كتابه ادام المشي والصلاة الصلاه في الحقي كتاب ينبغي للطالب العلم ان يده ويراجعه مرات حتى يعلق في ذهنه كيفية القيام بهذه العباده العظيمه قال واما سجود السهل فقال احمد يعني الامام احمد بن حنبل امام اهل السنه والجماعه في الحديث و تلميذ الشافعي والشافعي الشافعي تلميذ مالك رحمه الله على جميع سلف هذه الامه الصالحين قال يحفظ فيه يعني, يعني في سجود السهل عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم خمسة اشياء سلم من اثنتين فسجد النبي صلى ثم لما صلى ركعتين تجهد سلم، فقام سرعان الناس المستعجلون وقاموا للخروج فقام رجل يسمى ذو اليدين يسمى ذا اليدين في يديه طول رضي الله عنه رضا يا رسول الله اخ لم على فقال, فقال وكانت و عتب الرحعتين الباقيتين ثم سجد بعد قراءته التشهد كاملا فهذا تسليمه صلى الله عليه وسلم من ثلاثين شهوا وسلم من ثلاث صلى صلاه رباعيه صلى منها ثلاث وتشهد بعد الثالثه وسلم فنوضح قال وفي الزياده والنقصان اذا زاد او نقص في الصلاه عن سهم ليس متعم يسجد للسعود يقول و من اثنتين فلن يتشهد قال الخطابي الخطابي هذا علماء من علمه السنه قال الخطابي المعتمد عليه عند اهل العلم في هذه الاحاديث الخمسه من عمده العلماء حديث إبن مسعود وأبي سعيد وأبي هريره كل واحد له حديث في هذا المعنى وابن بحيمة أحد الصحابة رضي الله ونمجميع ثم قال المؤلف وسجود السهو يشرع للزيادة إذا صلى مثلاً خمس ركعات أو خامل الخامسة ثم نبدأ فرجع وجلس عليه أن يسجد للساوي وكذلك إذا سلم النقص ما أكمل الصلاة إما نسي ركعة أو نسي سجدة فإذا كان نسي سجدة من الركعة الأخيرة فإنهم إذا يأتي يعتد ثم يكمل صلاة وإن نسي سجدة من ركعة من أخيرها في رك سنة نسي منها سجدة ثم أتى بعد هذا ركعة ثانية تلك الركعة التي سقط منها سجود السجود لأن ركعه ركعة نافعة أي تكون الركعه التي بعدها قامت مقامها ثم يكمل الصلاه قال يشترى السجود السهوي يشترى للزياده والنقص ويشترى للشك الانسان قد يقف يصلي فيتردد هل صلى ثلاثا او أربعة او ظن انه صلى خمس مثلا تردد ان شك انها كاملة أو غير كاملة فإنه يبني على المتيقن وهو أنها ما كمرت ويأتي بالناقص ثم يسد عدنا يتم الصلاة والسلام وإن كان لا الشك أنه أتى بزياد سرقا هذا أيضا يسد السلام لكن ما يأتي بشيء إلا السجود والسلام قال قال يقول ده وافضل التطور كم ترى الامر فشكا في فرعون والنار يشرع للزياده والنقص اذا سَهَوَ وزال ان ذكر الله في الزياده مثلا في أي وضع يكون وهو في الزيادة يترك الزيادة ويكمل الصلاة فلو فرضا قام للخامسة ثم ذكر وهو يقع فاتح أو عندما اعتمد واقفا فعليه سجود الساعة وإن تذكر النقص عليه أن يأتي بالنقص الذي حصل إن كان the past, the في time in إن كان سهى في الفريضة فيؤدي ما كان ناقصاً وإن كان زائداً فيلث المصار انفرض أنه أراد أن يصليناك ورحاتين فسهى وقام لثالثة ثم أحوالها وجلس للتشهد فذكر انها ثلاثه او ذكر في من خمنها السهو يس السهو يحصل في الرائد وفي النوافل لكن قد يكون السهو نوعا من الوسوسه والشيطان يسعى جادا ومجتهدا ليفسد على ابن ادم عبادته فاذا كثر عند الانسان الشك في اعدائه فلا يلتفت الى ذلك الشك لان بعض الناس وهو يتوضا يشكون ما غسل اليمين فاذا غسل وغسل اليسار شك يعني صار مرتبكا بكثره هذه الوساوس إذا كان فيها وصصة يضبط أنه يأتي للصلاة الكاملة ولا يؤمن لأن هذا من الوسواس يعني في يلغي الوسواس كأنه لم يحصل إلا أن الواحد ينبغي له أن يعتني إذا دخل في هذه الصلاة يحرص على استجماع فكري فيها لا يكون مشغلا في تفكيرات أخرى في عمل في زوار يزورهم او يزورون في رحله في سي... يتوجه اليها ما دام انه يناجي الله في هذا الموقف الشريف ينبغي ان يحرص على استحضار ذهنه بربط فكره على ان لا يتجاوز هذا الموقع قال وقله الورود والغسل وإزالة النجاسه الاحتياط مطلوب لكن بعض الناس يستولي عليهم الوسواس حتى اذا بدا يتوضا ربما امضى نص ساعه واكثر وهو ما يدري اعتقد ان رام قلنا هذا بلغت لا. ان يكون معتمدا على الله ومطارحاً تاركا وساوس الشيطان يعني يزيل النجاسة سواء من ثوب أو عمامه أو أي شيء من ما يلبسه وهو يصلي وإذا أزعم أن النجاسة يكفي أن يغسل الثوب ثلاث مرات بعض الناس قد يحتاج أن يغسل ما حصل عنده شك في النجاسة حصولها مرات. حتى ربما يخشى ان يقوته وقت اعداء الفريضه مما يساعد الانسان على ذلك حالما يدخل في هذه الفريضه من او اغتسال يسمي الله قبل ان يبدا اذا كان الصلاة يدعو على استفتاح ثم يستعيذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ثم يبدا بالقراءه قال فمتى زاد فعلا من جنس الصلاه قيامه او ركوعا او سجودا او عودا اذا زاد هذا الشيء متعمدا تبطل الصلاه وعما إذا زاد ساخيا، قد يكون الإنسان في صلاة منشغل بالتفكير فظن أنه انتهى من الصراح فهي جلسه النفع النافع هذا حال ما يتذكر يقطع هذه الجلوس ويكمل صلاةه ويسلل الإسلام أما إذا كان متعمدا أن يدخل في الصلاة ما ليس منها فانه في هذه الحاله ثبت له يقول فمتى زال ذلك من جنس الصلاه قياما او ركوعا او سجودا او قعودا عمدا بطلت وسهو نفس لقوله صلى الله عليه وسلم اذا زال الرجل او ناقص في صلاته فلا يسجد سجدتين هذه رواه مصر يقول ومثا ذكر عاد إلى الفقير الصلاة يعني لما سهى غفل ربما فكر نسي أنه في بصلاة حالما يرجع إليه ذهنه ينظر من أين وقف في القيام بأداء هذه العبادة ثم يكمل عليه ويسجل السام إنما ينبغي أن يحرص الواحد عند الدخول للصلاة أما <تصفيق> بأفضل أن الشيطان يعمد إلى ابن آدم وهو في صلاته يلقي عليه وساوس حتى يذكر هذا المصلي يذكر في صلاته الشيء الذي لم يرأت قبل الدخول فيها يأتي الشيطان ويسعى لتذكيره أشياء مغامعة على ذهنه وعقله فليحرس الانسان على التوكل على الله جل وعلا والاستعانة به سبحانه وتعالى ولا ايضا ان جهده وحده لا يكفي فليكثر من كلمات لا حول ولا قوه الا بالله تلك الكلمه التي سماها النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في الصره انها كنز من كنوز الجنه فهمنا. وما تنكر عادلة تكبير الصلاة يعني بغير ذاكبير يعني دو قام للخامسة مكبر قائما ثم تذكر أنها خامسة أو ذكر ما يحتاج يكبر يدخل الصلاة في الصلاة تكبيرا ليس هذا محل الله بل يهو جالسا ويكمل الصلاة فاذا زاد الركعه قطع ما ذكر مثلا زاد ودخل في الركعه الخامسه وشرع يقرا فاقعا لما قرا اياك نعبد واياك نستعين تذكر او ذكر لا يحتاج كَمْ يهوي ويتم مَثَلًا وَإِنْ زَادَ رَكْعَةً قَطَعَ مَتَنَكَا وَبَنَى عَلَى فِعْلِهِ قَبْرَهِ وَلَا يَتَشَهَدْ إِنْ قد تشهد يعني قد يتشهد الواحد التشهد ويصفو ظن أنه تشهد التشهد الأول بينما هو تشهد التشهد الأخير إذا ذكر وهو يقرأ في ظنه أنها الثالثة هو عطل ما عليه إلا أن يقطع الموقف كله ويجلس فإن كان العثمة فشح ثم سلم سجد الساوء وإن كان عاما عثمة وعطمنا فلا يعتد بالركعة الزائدة يعتد بالركعة الزائدة في مسبوق إذا كان يعلم أنها زائدة اللفرض أن إنسانا دخل و الإمام صلى الركعة الخامسة وهنا دخل معهم وكمل معه وكم رحنتين مع هذه الزائدة والصغيرة هل يعتد بهذه الزائدة إن كان عالما أنها زائدة فلا تعقد بها. وان كان لا لم يعلم ظنها من كمال الصلاه فهو اداها بنيه الصلاه فالصحيح انها تاكله صحيحه نعم يقول قال وان كان اماما او منفردا فنبهه اثنان لازمه الركوع الرجوع يعني سبح للامام اثنان من المصلين ليرى الهمن هو ويفهم المصلي انه قد زاد عليه ان يستجيب اما اذا نبهه واحد وبث على ظنه انه احمل فلا يلزم الرجوع اليه اما اذا كان عندما نبه صار مترددا ظانا انه أخطأ حقاً فإنه يستجيب له. وسجد السائل بحاله حاضر. يقول ولا يرجع النباهة واحد إلا أن يتأكد صراط. لأنه صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يرجع إلى خالد اليدين، اليدين هو للنبه. قال عزيزة الصلاة يا رسول الله أم نسيت؟ قال بزد لا زد ولا نعمة. قال لا زد زد هل نريد تجد الصحافة هل أكما يقولوا يقول يبين قالوا لا فما ولا يبطل الصلاة ولا يبطل الصلاة أمر ميسير يعني خت أن يتقدم خطوتين أو يرجع ورحلةين في أخميس من دخل من صف أو قد يضطر لأن يفتح باباً وغلقاً وهو مضطر لأن يفتح يتقدم إلى الباب أو يريد أن يتبين للناس وهو يصلي حتى يحسن الافتدادة وقد فعل ذلك النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بل ربما عشاء ليس قرورية لكنه يقوم يحب عليه يسيرها النبي كان يصلي وح قد حمل بنته من هو يصلي النبي أطال السجود إطارة غير مألوفة لأن الحسن والحسين ركب على ظهر صلى الله عليه وسلم فأزادوا لأن النبي الله عليه بالسجون كل هذا من النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام أول شيء هو نبي هو إنسان كما قال الصحابة أنسا كما كان ثم إن هذا النسيان الذي يحصل للنبي الله صلى الله عليه وسلم هذا من حظي الأمة حتى يعرفوا ما على مثل هذا الشيء و لانك بقول مشروع بالصلاه لكن هذا يعني في غير موضعه كالقراءة في القعود او التشهد في القيام لم تذكر فاول الإنسان قام فاساحه يظن انه يقرا التحيات و هو بدل ان يقرا الفاتحه استمر يقرا التحيات وقد يكون وقوف بصر لا يرى الناس أمامه أنهم وقوف لا تبطل الصلاة بمثل هذا الشيء الذي ينسوه موجود في الصلاة أما لو ساو ينشد أشعار بطلة الصلاة وينتكلم لنا ما نجي you're going to be the one who is the one who is the في who is the one who is the one لم
2: Shaykh
0: again hadith by mentioning the name of Allah. We seek refuge, all praise belongs to Allah. We praise him. We seek refuge in Allah from the evil of ourselves and the evil of our deeds. Uh, he is alone, There's, he has no partners, the dominion belongs to him, and for him is all praise. May the peace and blessings of Allah be upon His Prophet, who He sent as a mercy to mankind. He fulfilled the trust, He gave the message, and He was sincere for the Ummah he fought in the way of Allah, the true fighter. And may Allah be pleased with His companions, those who believed in Him, and who migrated with Him and to Him, and who fought during His time and after His time until Allah spread this religion throughout the earth. May Allah make us from amongst those who are sincere and true in our uh, following them. The author Shaykh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab, he mentioned in his treatise, which is the etiquette of walking to the prayer, and the Shaykh said, in reality, it is befitting that a student of knowledge focuses on this book and uh, continues to read it so that he uh, remembers and memorizes Uh, That which is upon him as it relates to the prayer. Uh, The author mentioned that uh, Ahmed, and that is Imam Ahmed bin Hanbal, who is the Imam of Ahlul Sunnah and Jama'ah in Hadith. And he was a student of Imam al-Shafi'i. And Imam al-Shafi'i was a student of Imam Malik rahimahullah Um, ta'ala. Imam Ahmed rahimahullah ta'ala said... That there are five things that have been reported from the Prophet as it relates to the prostration for forgetfulness. One is that the Prophet made tasmeen, meaning he ended the prayer after two units of prayer. But the Prophet intended to pray four, but he ended the prayer after two. So the Shaykh said, Hadithallah ta'ala, the Prophet made tashahhud after two units of prayer. And then individuals who were uh, in a rush, they rushed out of the masjid. And a man by the name of the man, uh, the possessor of the hands. And he was described with this description because his his hands were long. He said, O Messenger of Allah, has the Salat been shortened or did you forget? The Prophet ﷺ said, No, it has not been shortened, nor did I forget. Then this man, Dhul Yadayn, he said, In fact, you have forgotten. And who was present when this was said? Abu Bakr and Umar and others. So the Prophet ﷺ looked toward Abu Bakr and Umar and said, Is it as he has said? And Abu Bakr and Umar, they confirmed, that uh, what Dhul Yadeen had said was correct. So the Prophet ﷺ stood up and completed the two units which remained. And then he made prostration for, for forgetfulness. So this is one of the reasons why uh, it is legislated to pray uh, the prostration for forgetfulness. Also, uh, the Prophet ﷺ um, made his name, he ended the prayer after three units of prayer. Once again, he intends to pray four units, but he forgot, ﷺ, so he uh, ended the prayer after three units of prayer. Um, so, the same thing, the Prophet وسلم, uh was informed, or he remembered, so he completed the prayer and then made the prostration for forgetfulness. Or to because of an increase or because of a decrease. Uh... Um, and likewise, the individual um, or the Prophet he stood up from after he intends to perform two units, uh, four of He intends to perform four units of prayer. So there is the tschaadud in the middle, but the Prophet did not perform the tschaadud in the middle. He forgot. So he stood up right into the third unit of prayer. So this is also another reason why the prostration for forgetfulness would be performed. And um, the Shaykh of Havif Allah Ta'ala. So, this is um, the the five things. One is the Prophet standing up, uh, up the Prophet making tashahad after two units of prayer, but the prayer wasn't complete. The second is the Prophet uh, making tashahad after three units of prayer. So, once again, the prayer isn't complete because it should have been four. Or an increase or a decrease. Or, the Prophet ﷺ stood up after uh, the two units of prayer without making the shah, tashahud. Without making the tashahhud. So this is five situations that Imam Ahmed ta'ala said. It was reported that the Prophet ﷺ made uh, shujud a tashahud. Then the author ta'ala mentions a statement from Imam al-Khattabi and the Shaykh mentioned that He is from the imams of the sunnah of his time. Uh, Imam al-Khattabi said Al-Mu'atamid That which is established with with the people of knowledge Are these five hadith Are these five narrations And there are two narrations Of Ibn Mas'ud One narration of Abu Sa'id One narration of Abu Huraira And one narration of Ibn Buhayna Who is a companion of the Prophet Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam So the shaykh said Habib Allah Ta'ala that all of these companions, Ibn Mas'ud, Abu Sa'id al Khudri, Abu Huraira, Ibn Mas'ud has two hadiths, Abu Sa'id al Khudri one, Abu Huraira has one, uh, and Ibn Buhayna has one. These five hadiths, all of these companions have something that they reported that was done by the Prophet ﷺ as it relates to the prostration for forgetfulness. And the shaykh mentioned Habib Ta'ala, for example, as it relates to adding to the prayer, if a person, for example, uh, rises up after four units, they rise up for the fifth unit. So they have add, added something to the prayer. The shaykh said, Habib Ta'ala, but there's a situation, and that is, if the person is informed, if the person is informed while he's in the fifth unit of the prayer, he immediately abandons it and he sits and he prays the prostration for forgetfulness. He prays the prostration for full forgetfulness. Then uh, not the shaykh mentioned Abiyadullah ta'ala? Likewise, if a person um, if a person uh, has not completed the prayer, the person has not completed the prayer, the prayer is incomplete and they make tasmini, and then they're informed. They're informed. Someone has informed them or they remember. Likewise, they have to pray the prostration for forgetfulness. Then the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, What if the person, uh, for example, has forgotten a sajda? Let's say if the individual has forgotten a sajda, which is from the pillars of the prayer. From the pillars of the prayer. The person has forgotten a sajda. They have to come with that sajda They have to come with that sajda that that they forgot and they have to pray the prostration for for forgetfulness. And he said, Habibullah ta'ala, even if a person person forgets a sajda, let's say in the middle of the prayer, but they continue and they perform the following sajda. So the person has forgotten a sajda in the middle of the prayer. And they continue and they perform another sajda. Then the person remembers or he is reminded. The individual has to consider the sajda that he's doing as the first one. The sajda that he's performing takes the place of the one that he forgot. And then he completes he completes the prayer and he prays the prostration for, for forgetfulness. Then the shaykh said the same for a unit of prayer. The same for a rakah. If a person misses the second raka'ah. And they uh, enter into the third raka'ah. And then they are informed or they remember the raka'ah that they're performing takes the place of the first one. The raka'ah that they're performing takes the place of the first one. Why? Because they have to complete the pillar of the prayer. They have to complete the pillar of the prayer. They can't forget it. Unlike the, the obligations of the prayer. Then the author, rahim mentioned وشفق. Or if a person is doubtful, the person stands up in the prayer and he forgets, he's unsure. Is this the third unit or is this the the second unit? The person has to go back to that which he's certain of. He's certain, so he is certain of the second but he's not sure, maybe this is the third. He goes back to the lower number. He goes back to the lower number. Then the shaykh mentioned Habibullah Ta'ala, so that which he builds his prayer or is that which he's certain of. The person, he prays one unit, and then he doubts, is this the first or the second? He goes back to the first, he says it's the first. Or he prays three units of prayer, but he's not sure, is it two or three? He goes back to the the, the second unit of the prayer. Then the shaykh said Habibullah Ta'ala, likewise, if the individual has increased... And they are informed or they remember. They are informed or they remember. The person has to drop that which he's increased. He has to drop that which he increased and he goes back to uh, that which was before it. He goes back to that which was before it. And the Sheikh mentioned Habibullah Ta'ala, this doubt can take place in the obligatory prayer or the superior arbitrary prayer. But you have to... Uh, come with the prostration for forgetfulness. You have to come with the prostration for forgetfulness. And he reiterated the person um, um, he doubts whether he has, is this the second or the third? He goes back to the second. Likewise, if a person should have prayed two, Shaykh said, Habibullah Ta'ala, if the person should have prayed two, and then they stand up for the third, and they're informed while they're performing the third, they have to immediately abandon that unit of prayer. They have to immediately abandon that unit of prayer, and they sit in the tashakot. And the shaykh says, habibullah Ta'ala, but also the individual does not make takbir. Like if a person has stood up for a third unit of prayer, and then he remembers that this prayer only has two. The person abandons the third unit of prayer that he's in, and he goes to Julus, and he does not make takbir. He does not make takbir Because by him making takbir He's continuing to add to the prayer He's continuing to add to the prayer And he should not be in, in that position um, Then the author Rahim Allah Ta'ala mentioned That but if this continues uh, If this continues with the individual It is possible that this is whispers That this is from the whispers of the shaitan and the Sheikh said, "Habib Allah Taala, that indeed the Shaytan is very diligent in trying to spoil uh, the worship of the, 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 the worshiper. So, if an individual finds that he continues continuously has doubts, the, individ- the individual should abandon those doubts." The Sheikh said, "Habib Allah Taala, some people, when they make wudu, they feel they feel that they haven't washed the limb." So they wash it once, twice, three times, and many times. The Shaykh said, Habibullah Ta'ala, it's for a person to d- discipline themselves and to not pay attention to the whispers. They should discipline themselves, they should control themselves, and they should not pay attention to the whispers. And the Shaykh said, Habibullah Ta'ala, it's very important that an individual, when they begin to pray, that they gather their thoughts. And they only focus on the prayer itself. They only focus on the ablution. They only focus on the ghusl, they only focus on the prayer itself. They should not busy themselves with uh, things that they weren't thinking about before. The shaykh said, Ta'ala. some people they enter the prayer, and they weren't thinking about anything but the prayer. Then the shaykhan comes to them, and they start thinking about work. Or they start thinking about visitors that want to visit them. Or people they want to visit. Or they start thinking about a trip that they're going to take or something, someplace they're going to go. The shaykh said, Habibullah Ta'ala, as long as the person is standing in front of his Lord, he should gather his thoughts and control himself and only focus on the prayer itself. And uh, the shaykh said, Habibullah Ta'ala, so it's upon the individual to avoid and abandon the whispers that come to him. And um, he said, some people they enter into the prayer and or they enter into the wudu, and they take hours. They take hours performing it because they forget, and they go back, and they're unsure. The shaykh said, Habib al Ta'ala, it's a, a mandatory that the individual abandons the whispers of the shaytan. And the author also mentioned with regards to uh, removing impurities. Some people, when they want to remove impurities from their body, they feel they haven't done enough, so they continue to wash themselves. They wash themselves for a long time. Uh, as well as removing impurities from their fold, or removing impurities from their head garment, uh, the shaitan comes to them and whispers that they haven't cleaned it, so they continue to wash it. Uh, this shouldn't be the case. Um, uh, and the shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, if you wash it, wash it three times. But after that, some people they continue to wash it, so much so they are so involved with washing the impurities. The, the prayer comes and the prayer goes and the person is still trying to wash this impurity this is not befitting um, for the individual And the shaykh said Habib Allah Ta'ala, something that can assist you in uh, avoiding the whispers of the shayateen is that when you enter the prayer you start by saying the name of Allah azwajal and likewise when you enter the prayer you begin with the opening supplication and likewise, after the opening supplication, you seek refuge in Allah جل, and you immediately start to recite from the Quran. You don't wait and pause so that the shaitan can come to you and bring about these sort of whispers. Then the author, al mentioned if a person um, if a person adds something from the prayer which... Doesn't belong, but the person has added it, whether in the standing position or the rukur or the shajood. Uh, if the person does this on purpose, then the prayer is invalid. Then the prayer is is invalid. In uh, the Shaykh Niji, so for example, you have some, someone who's praying and he begins to think about things, so because of that, he prays more than he should pray. He prays more than he should pray. If the person does it, unintentional. If the person does it unintentional, then uh, he prays to do the sahu and his prayer is still valid. His prayer is still valid. But if the person does it on purpose then the prayer is no longer valid. The, then he mentioned the hadith of the Prophet which is recorded in Sahih Muslim. If a man adds or takes away from the prayer, then it is upon him to pray uh, to prostrate two times. It was upon him to prostrate two times. Then the author Taala, and if the person remembers, meaning if he remembers that he has added to the prayer, if the person remembers while he's doing that which he has added, he should return back to, he should immediately abandon that which he's involved in and he should return back to the previous action without making takbir. Without making takbir. The shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, na'am, so once the individual remembers that he is added to the prayer, he should return to the action which he should be in present, presently, the action that he should be in. Um, and he said that the Prophet the Prophet mentioned that when the person enters into the prayer, the shaitan approaches, and he whispers to the individual, so that the individual begins to remember things that he was not, things that were not on his mind. The individual begins to remember things that were not on his mind. Things that were totally, uh, he was not thinking about. It comes to him, why? Because of the whispers of the shaytan. And the shaykh said, Habibullah ta'ala, it's upon an individual to put his trust in Allah, and to seek assistance from Allah And likewise, it is upon the individual to know that he cannot conquer these whispers from the shaytan alone. He cannot conquer and overcome the whispers from the shaytan alone, but he has to seek assistance from Allah Azza So because of that, he should increase in his statement, there is no might nor any change except by way of Allah. Except from Allah there is no might or change Except from Allah This has been reported in Sahih Bukhari From the Prophet ﷺ That this statement There is no might or change Except from Allah This is a treasure from the treasures of Jannah So the Shaykh said Habibullah Ta'ala So if a person, مثلا He wants to pray four units of prayer But he stands up for the fifth And then he remembers Or someone informs him he sits, immediately sits down and he doesn't make takbir. He immediately sits down, he doesn't make takbir, he finishes the shahud, and then he prays uh, the two prostration for forgetfulness. And then the same, so this is the same, that he mentioned the fifth unit. And then he said, for example, he continued to say, for example, you stand up for the fifth. And even you recite Surah Al-Fatiha. But while you're reciting Surah Al-Fatiha, you remember, I've prayed four, so this must be the fifth. Even if you're reciting Surah Al-Fatiha, and you remember, or someone reminds you, you immediately stop, and you sit in Tashahut, and you finish the prayer, and you pray the prostration for, for forgetfulness. And even, for example, if a person is in Tashahut, an individual is in Tashahut, for example, they prayed the first Tashahut, and then they're in the second to Um But the person re- re- thinks, Ahwan, the person remembers that there's only one Tashahut. Let's say he's praying Fajr. He's praying Fajr, so there's only one Tashahut. So he's in the, the shahad one he's added a, a unit of prayer, so he's making a second Tashahut. Fajr, Salat, so Fajr is only one Tashahut. But he's added a unit of prayer. And he's already made one tashahud Now he's in a, a second tashahut. So while he's doing the tashahud he remembers that I've already completed one. And this unit of prayer is only two, this salat is only two units of prayer. He immediately stops the tashahut and he goes into the two prostrations for forgiveness, he completes the prayer. I'll say that again, just for clarification. An individual wants to pray two units of prayer. He finishes one tashahud he adds a unit of prayer. He adds a, another rakah. And then once he finishes that, he prays, he begins to start another tashahhud. Then it comes to mind, or someone reminds him, that you've already prayed tashahhud. This is the second one. So he immediately stops the tashahhud and he makes the tasneen and he prays the two prostrations for Don't forgetfulness. Why? Because he's already completed the tashahhud. He's already completed the tashahhud. The Um, Then the Shaykh mentioned Habib Allah Ta'ala. Likewise, if a person enters into the masjid, or a person enters into the prayer, and the imam is praying five units. Someone enters into the prayer, late. And they realize that the imam is praying five units. So this fifth unit is not valid. So the person enters into the prayer, and he realizes that the imam prayed five units. The imam prays to want the imam prays two units of uh, two prostration for forgiveness, and the person who has entered into the prayer late, he doesn't count that unit of prayer. He doesn't count that unit of prayer because that unit of prayer wasn't valid with the imam. It was the fifth unit that should have, been, should have not been present. So that's what the author mentioned, rahim Allah ta'ala. Meaning, if a person enters into the prayer and it's an extra unit that's, been, that's being performed by the Imam, the person does not consider that an extra unit. They, can, they, they do not consider that a valid unit for the prayer. They have to start with the first one themselves. Now, and this is for the Imam or the Munfarid. This is for the Imam or the Munfarid. Um, and the shaykh, the author rahimahullah ta'ala mentioned, if the imam or someone who is praying alone is informed by two individuals, if he's informed by two individuals that uh, you've done something in the prayer, he should go back and he should complete it. He should go back and he should complete it. But if he's informed by one person, he does not go back if he feels that what he's doing is correct. Because the Prophet ﷺ did not return to the statement of Dhul the, the companion that had the, the long hands. And the Shaykh mentioned Habib Allah Ta'ala, when this took place with the Prophet, ﷺ, um, and Dhul informed the Prophet, ﷺ, Have you, has the prayer been shortened or you forgot? The Prophet ﷺ did not take his statement until he asked Abu Bakr and Umar. is, it, is what he's saying correct? So the Prophet ﷺ sought a witness for what he was saying. Because the Prophet ﷺ felt that what he did was correct. He felt that he completed the prayer. He had felt that he completed the prayer. So when Gul who was one man, informed him that the prayer, you haven't completed it, the Prophet ﷺ did not take the statement to, until he verified it with other companions. Then the author mentioned, and the prayer, if a person does actions, small actions, which uh, they do not invalidate the prayer. The shaykh said, for example, if a person walks, takes a few steps forward, this does not invalidate the prayer. Or if the person opens a door, if the person feels that they have to open the door, this does likewise does not invalidate the, the prayer because it's mentioned, also mentioned Rahim Allah. Uh, it took place, the Prophet moved forward and he opened the door for Aisha, So this So this actually doesn't invalidate the prayer. Uh, because it was done by the Prophet. And the Shaykh says, likewise, if it's not something if it's, if it's not an emergency. For example, you want to open a door, or he said, something which is not an emergency, like the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam carried his, his granddaughter, uh, uh, Umama, the, the, the daughter of his, the Prophet's daughter. He carried her. So this is not an emergency, but it was done by the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So this shows that this action, picking something up, putting it down, does not invalidate the prayer. Likewise, the Shaykh said Habib Allah Ta'ala. It took place that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam elongated his sujood, which was not his norm. He elongated his sujood, and this was not his norm, but he did so because Hassan and Hussein, his grandsons, they uh, climbed his back. So when they climbed his back, the Prophet elongated the, the prostration. So all of this shows that small actions, um, whether they are from the prayer or whether they are not from the prayer, they do not break the, the prayer. They do not break the prayer. And the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, that um, the Prophet he he's an example for us. He's a messenger from Allah, he's an example for us. And likewise, the Prophet said to his companion, he said to his companion, I am a human. I forget just as you forget. I forget just as you forget. But the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, but one of the wisdoms in the Prophet Wasallam forgetting, is so that we would know what to do if the same thing happened to us. We, as, or us, as followers of the Prophet Muhammad from the wisdom behind the Prophet ﷺ forgetting something, is that once he forgot it, it was legislated what a person should do if they forget. So that is a lesson for the Ummah of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam. And the author Rahim Allah Ta'ala also mentioned Mashru'a and Salati For example, if a person says something which is from the prayer but it's not in its proper place. It's from the prayer, but it's not in its proper place. For example, the Shaykh said, if a person stands up after Tishahud, a person stands up after tushahed, but they instead of reciting Surah Al Fatiha, they they stand in prayer and they say, wa salawatu wa t-taybatu. This is from the prayer, but it's not in this place. They should be reciting Surah Al-Fatiha. The person, this does not invalidate the prayer. This does not invalidate the prayer and the person makes the prostration for, for forgetfulness. But if the person says statements... If the person says statements which are not from the prayer for example the sheikh said habibullah taala if someone stands in the prayer and they begin they begin to recite poetry they begin to say poetry this invalidates this invalidates the prayer now so the Sheikh reiterated so if an individual says something which is from the prayer but not in its proper place, this does not invalidate the prayer, but they pray the they make the prostration for forgiveness. But if they say statements such as poetry or the likes which is not from the prayer, then this invalidates the prayer itself. كل السال حفيفكم الله تعالى إذا أتيت إلى المشجد لأداء صلاة الفجر ولكن لا يتسع الوقت لأداء سنة الفجر قبل الإقامة هل يجوز لي أن أجمع بين سنتي الفجر وصلاة الفجر بنية واحدة أو
1: بنية الجمع ركعة الفجر في من آكد الصلوات النافلة أكد عليها أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم زياده، وما في يعني بعد طلوع الفجر قبل إقامة الصلاة. إذا ما أدرى كم يؤديها، ودخل مع الإمام. إن أراد أن يقضيها بعد الصلاة خضعها رحلتين وإن أراد أن يؤثرها ويصليها بعدما تطلع الشمس وترتفع قدرًا، فكذلك جائز أما إذا كان السؤال يقصد أن ينوي وقد دخل معاليمها ينوي هذه الصلاة أنها ركعت الفجر وأنها فريضة ما أعتقد أنه يقصدها في وإن كان النقطة في في الكتابة يظهر بهذه الصور لكن يفيد أنه ما يكفي إن شاء الله أنه فريضة الصلاة عمر فرض والنافلة لها فرضها أشار إليه <سؤال> النبي <سؤال> صلى الله <سؤال> عليه وسلم أن من حافظ على ثنتي عشرة ركعة يعني في كل يوم بنى الله له بيتاً في الجنة هذه الركعات أربع قبل الظهر وركعتان بعد الظهر وركعتان بعد المغرب وركعتان بعد العشاء هذه عشر ركع وركعتان الفجر النبي نهى عن الصلاة بعد صلاة الفجر إلى أن تطلع الشمس لكنه رأى رجلا يصلي بعد الصلاة فقال له عال أربعا هل هذا الصلاة Al Fajr al Rakhaf, in the Nilan, we'll salli Allah Khafim for an time and the alayhi wa sallam, and Allah Jawazi
0: Individuals asking, As salamu alaykum, individuals asking, if I entered into the masjid and I did not have enough time, the time did not permit uh, me praying the, the two units of prayer before Salat al Fajr, can I enter? The prayer is permissible for me to enter the prayer with uh, two intentions. One for the units of prayer before Salat al-Fajr and Salat al-Fajr. The Shaykh mentioned Ta'ala. Um, the two units of prayer before Salat al-Fajr, these are the most established uh, superior, arbitrary prayers. As the Prophet ﷺ uh, emphasized that these should be prayed. And the time that they should be prayed is after uh, the Adhan al-Fajr until the Iqamah. But if a person, because of entering into Salat al-Fajr, did not have enough time, then the person can pray them after Salat al-Fajr. They can pray them after Salat al-Fajr, or they can delay them until the sun has risen, and they can pray them. Um, And then he says, but I don't think that the individual intended to join by the question, I don't think that the individual intended to join uh, Salat al-Fajr with these two units of prayer, because Salat al-Fajr is obligatory." And these two units are superior, And they have, but they have a great, tremendous uh, virtues. They have great, tremendous virtues. As the Prophet ﷺ said, whoever preserves the 12 units of prayer in one day, uh, he would have a palace built for him in Jannah, or a house built for him in Jannah. And these are four before Salatul Duhur, two after Salatul Duhur, two after Maghrib, two after Isha, that's 10. Two before Salatul Fajr, and that's 12. So, um, the person can pray them uh, immediately after Salat al-Fajr or they can wait until the sun has risen. And he said, it took place on the time of the Prophet ﷺ that he saw a man praying after Salat al-Fajr. Immediately, immediately after Salat al-Fajr. And he says, "Has the, the Prophet ﷺ said to the man, has the morning prayer become four? And the man said, Ya Rasulullah, I, I didn't have enough time to pray them before. So the Prophet ﷺ was silent and that shows that he uh... Consented to his action. The Qur'an said, a person the Before
1: or after the أن يسجد قبل التسليم لأنه لو إلى جعل السجود بعد التسليم كثير من الناس بعدما يسلم الإمام يقفزون ويؤدون ما بقي ما فاتهم فإذا سجد قبل أن يسلم ضبط الجميع بأن سجود السهم سجد السهم ويشتركون فيه لأنه if يسلم ثم إذا أنتهى then if he is a slave, the ones who are a slave, he will be يجوز هذا وهذا أن is to it's the question is,
0: when does a person pray the, the prostration for forgiveness before the taslim or after the taslim the shaykh mentioned Allah Ta'ala, it's permissible to do both it's permissible to do it before the taslim or after the taslim um, but the shaykh said Allah Ta'ala, but if the person uh, makes the sujood before the taslim this is better this is better because many people uh, especially if they come late to the prayer after the taslim they have to stand up to complete uh, what they've missed after the taslim, they have to stand up to complete what they've missed. So, in order to have greater focus, it's better that the individual does it before the taslim, so that they don't become confused. And the Sheikh said, and both of them are permissible, but this is that which is better. ورسال في صلى هل يجوز للطالب العلم ان يطلب يطلب اجره اجره لإيقاء او لإلقاء لإلقاء محاضرات اسلاميه او دروس شرعيه او هل الافضل ان يترك ذلك هل يجوز للطالب العلم ان يطلب الاجره لإلقاء محاضرات او دروس اسلاميه او ان افضل ان يترك ذلك
1: الجواز يجوز اذا لم يكون موظفا للقيام بها لكن بذل العلم من طالب العلم افضل من ان يحفظ عليه اجره لكن لو طلب الاجره فنحرج كالذي يعلم القران تعليم القران مهم جدا
0: Individuals asking, is it permissible for a student of knowledge to teach and to seek funding for teaching and giving lectures? Or is it better that he leaves this? The Shaykh mentioned Hadhi the question is whether it's permissible or not, it's permissible uh, as long as it's not his job. Because if it's his job specifically, then he would receive the salary such as nothing here. Um, but that which is better is that the individual abandons it. That which is better is that the individual doesn't take funding for this. But um, it's permissible, just like it's permissible to do so for the Qur'an. Um, so the individual who teaches the Qur'an, and uh, he will not do so except that he is paid, it's permissible for him uh, to do so. السؤال حبيبي كملاط هل هل هو هل المشروع أن هل المشروع كراءة سورة الفاتحة قبل ما المصحف يعني يبدأ بقراءة سورة الفاتحة قبل أن يقرأ غيرها
1: الجواز يجوز والأولى أن يسرد كراءها حتى يتمها بعودة من جديد يبدأ بالفاتحة. <laughs> Individuals
0: asking, alaylaik, is it permissible, is it legislated that I recite Surah Al Fatiha every time I read the Quran? So he begins with Surah Al Fatiha before reciting other verses. The Sheikh said it's permissible, but that which is better is that the individual, once he begins recitation, he continues to recite from the book until he finishes the book and then he begins it from the beginning from Surah al not that every time he goes back to reciting
1: Surah al اذا كان السهر يعني اكمل الصلاه فاذا امكنه ان يتذكر وهو في المسجد او قبل ان تبطل طهارته فينبغي ان يحرص على ذلك واذا لم يكن هناك اللعب او ما تذكر اللذين اضعته سرعه هذا على أساس أنه لم يترك شيئا من الصلاة وإنما علم أنه سهى فآتى بالشيء الذي سهى عنه ولكن الناس يسجد السهو، فإذا ذكروا وهو في المسجد أو هو قبل أن تبقوا الظهار والسجد وإلا فلا حرج عليه
0: Individuals asking if a person forgot to do the tushahud, the tashahud, And he uh, did not pray the prostration for forgetfulness. And he did not remember until after some time what should he do. The shaykh said, Habib Allah ta'ala. If the individual um, has forgotten to do the prostration for forgetfulness. Yani the shaykh understood the question as, the person came with the tashahud, but they just forgot to do the prostration for forgetfulness. The shaykh said, Habib Allah ta'ala. If the person remembers while he's still in the masjid, and while he's still in a state of um he should do the prostration immediately once he remembers. But if the person has done the tashahud but all they forgot was the prostration, and some time has passed, then the salat is still correct. The salat is is still correct because he's completed the salat. He's completed the salat, he's done the tashahud. But the only thing that remained was the shajduh sahu. But he forgot that, so the sara is still is still correct. وإذا تذكر بعد أنه
1: لم يأتي ولا سجد إذا كان هذا سهى ولما يتذكر إلا بعد فترة فلا قصة صائغ لأن هذا من الأعمال الواجبة وليس فرحا من أركان الصلاه أما إذا كان لا نسي التشهد الأخير وسلم فذكر فعاد يسأل فقط فهذا لا يقطع إن التشهد الأخير ركن من أركان الصلاة الشيخ رحمة الله عليه في شروط الصلاة ذكر الأركان أركان 14 ركنا فأي ركن يفقد من الصلاة عن سهو أو عمد ما تصح الصلاة إلا به إلا من كان لا يقدر أن يأتي بذلك الركن then the 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 in, stre- I asked the Shaykh, I said, what if the individual has forgotten
0: the tashahut and the sujood and they didn't even do the tashahut? So they completed the prayer without the tashahhud and the sujood. The shaykh said, Habib Allah if the person has forgotten the first tashahhud, for example, three units of prayer, or four units of prayer, and they forgot the first tashahhud, the middle, uh, and the person forgot the sujood, and the person forgot uh, the sujood, then uh, this is from the wajibat. This is from the wajibat, so it's nothing upon the individual. But if the individual has forgotten the second tashahhud, if the individual has forgotten the second tashahhud, and uh, then he remembered, then the individual has to go back to that tashahhud because it's from the pillars of the prayer. It's from the pillars of the prayer, and the prayer is not valid except that he performed it. And the shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, Shaykh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab Raheem Allah Ta'ala mentioned, in his book the the pillars one the no the pillars of the prayer that they are 14 so if anyone has abandoned any of these 14 actions whether they did it uh, they neglected neglected it or they did it on purpose the prayer is not accepted the prayer is not accepted they have to come with that pillar of the prayer except for the individual who does not have the ability for example standing is uh, obligatory in the obligatory prayers. And the obligatory prayer standing is mandatory. But if the person doesn't have the ability to stand, then he doesn't have to do it. And likewise, the recitation of Surah Al-Fatiha is mandatory. But if a person doesn't have the ability to recite Surah Al-Fatiha, they haven't memorized it, then it's not mandatory. So the conditions of one, so the, the, the pillars of the prayer, so the pillars of the prayer, they have to be fulfilled they have to be fulfilled and conducted in the prayer um, in order for the prayer to be valid يقول سالح حبيبكم الله تعالى اذا نسي الرجل بانه لم ي... اذا نسي الرجل ان يصلي الصلاة العصر ولم يتذكر الا ودخل الصلاة العشاء فماذا يفعل
1: يقول النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من نام عن صلاه او نسيها فليصليها اذا دفعها لو ساها صلاه العصر شغل ثم نسيها وصلى المغرب لما اراد يصلي شاء ذكر انه لم يصلي تلك الصلاه يصليها لكن لا يقضي المغرب لسبق انه صلى Individuals asking
0: if the person forgot to pray Salat al-Asr and they didn't remember until it was time to Salah al-Isha what should the individual do? The shaykh said they, they would pray. They would pray the prayer that they forgot because it was mentioned by the Prophet sallallahu wa sallam whoever sleeps uh,
2: uh,
0: through the prayer or he sleeps during the time of the prayer or he has forgotten the prayer, then he should pray once he remembers. So, for example, if a person forgets Salatul Asr and then they didn't remember until after they completed al Maghrib, the Shaykh said, Habibullah once the person remembers, he prays Salatul Asr. And then the Shaykh said, Habibullah but the person doesn't repeat Salatul Maghrib. For example, he's completed Salatul Maghrib, he remembers, he remembers he hasn't prayed al Asr, he prays Salatul Asr and he doesn't repeat Salatul Maghrib because he has prayed it. قال صاحب كتاب المراتع ما نصيحتكم لمن يترك الصلوات الرواتب او السنن الرواتب يتكاسل عن اداء سنن الرواتب
1: نصيحتي ان يهتم بها هذا في هذا ما أداه من النور بعد هذا قال أبو العباس التطوع يكمل به صلاة إلى الاخرى الإنسان ينبغي أن يحرص على أن يؤدي النور وخال النبي إذا صلى الله عليه وسلم شغل عن صلاة فالله ولو في غير وقت مثلا الإنسان إذا الشغل ولم يصلي ركعتين يصليها بعد الشغل ولم يصلي الراتبه التي قبل الظهر سواء كانت اربعا او اثنتين وشغل ولم يتذكرهن الا في الليل يقضيهم في الليل هو خير كل ما قام به كسب اجرا في ذلك
0: Individuals asking, what is your advice for an individual who is, does not perform the sun, the sunnah prayers and is somewhat lazy? The Shaykh Mishra, my advice to that individual is that this individual should give it greater focus. Um, and there's going to come in this book, in the same treatise that we're reading, is going to come a portion of the treatise that he speaks about, the author speaks about, the importance of performing this prerogatory prayers. And from the virtues of the obligatory prayers is they make up for any deficiencies in the obligatory prayers. They make up for deficiencies in the obligatory prayers. So it's upon an individual to be vigorous in performing the obligatory prayers. And even if he prays them later on, if he forgets or he's busy, or he becomes busy, um, he can pray them uh, later on. Um, For example, if a person... Is, doesn't have time to pray the four units before dhuhr or the two units before dhuhr the individual can pray them at a later time and the more you focus the more you give uh, attention to the, the supererogatory prayers the more reward you will receive al <laughs> al
1: المختصرات عندما في بلادنا من أفضل المختصرات زاد المستأذناء والقريب منها أيضا عمدة الفق عمدة الفق ثاليفة. ابن القدامى من علماء القرن السادس وعوائل السابق وزاد المعلق الحجاوي في القرن التاسع وبعض العاشر فهي كتب مهمه لكن in هذه يحتاج الواحد إلى أن the question of the question of the question
0: of of the question of which are befitting for the student, the beginner, the beginning, the beginner student of knowledge, uh, the Shaykh Mansur Rabbi, uh, the summarized books of fiqh. Uh, and in our country, we have two, Zad al by Al Hajawi, who was in the 9th century. And similar to it is Umzat al Fiqh by Ibn Qudama, uh, Rahim Allah Ta'ala, and he's from the scholars of the 6th uh, generation. Then he mentioned al Allah um, so these are important books and the students of knowledge or the 6th century, uh, the students of knowledge should read these books and he should repeat um, that which he has read uh, three, four times, said he can memorize it and if he doesn't have the ability to memorize it, at least he understands uh, the meaning. يسر سأل حبيبكم الله تعالى عن مصافحة المرأة الأجنبية ولو
1: كانت كبيرة في السن يقول الله جل وعلا لقد كان لكم في رسول الله اسوه حسنه ورسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لم يصاق امراه إلا أن تكون زوجة أو من محارة لنبغي الإنسان أن يتزم هذا الأمر والنبي لما بايع النساء والمبايع في لغة العرب أن يضرب على المبايع يده بيده الذي يبايعه على الكف على الكف لما بايع النساء Individuals لهن is it كلاما for a man to... الله uh,
0: to shake hands with a female who is uh, a foreign female, even if she is old. Uh, the Shaykh mentioned تعالى, that Allah said in the Quran, Verily you have in the Messenger of Allah a good example for those who hope to meet Allah in the last day. And it's mentioned that the Prophet did not touch the hand of a foreign woman, except that he would only touch the hand of a wife or a relative. And um, so it's mandatory that we abide by this. And when the, when the female gave oath to the Prophet um or to give oath, oath in the Arab culture is that you put your palm in the other individual's palm, and you shake his hand. But when the Prophet when the females gave oath, when they entered into the fold of Islam, when they gave oath to the Prophet they did it with their by, by way of speech. The Prophet ﷺ did not shake their hands and it was, as we mentioned by Aisha the Prophet did not touch a female or the hand of the Prophet did not touch a female that was not permissible for him يقول السؤال حفيفكم الله تعالى ما معنى اسم الوارث في حق الله تعالى ما معنى اسم الوارث الوارث
1: يعني أن الله هو وارث هذا الكون اشارك له الا انه لا ليس شيء اول individuals asking
0: what is the meaning of the inheritor as it relates to Allah azza wa jalla and the Sheikh mentioned al Allah is the inheritor of this uh, this creation, His creation, and there's no partners uh, with Allah Azawajal. Uh, such is the inheritance, but there's nothing similar to Allah Azawajal. Uh, and the Shaykh mentioned al Barely Allah Azawajal is the first, and then he went to mention. He continued to mention the verses in Surah Al-Hadid.
1: أن your الله I will be the اللهم أنت العفو الكريم لما سألت عائشة إن هي وافقت ليلة القدر ماذا تقول قال أخولي اللهم أنك عفو تحب العفو فاعفو عني يعني يفكر في دعاء ما يناسب المطلب كان يريد مال اللهم أنت الرزاق فارزقني إلى
0: continuation of the question it's permissible to supplicate to Allah with this name the inheritor the shaykh said Habib, Habib Allah Ta'ala, that it's permissible to call on Allah with any name which is uh, mentioned in the Quran and authentically reported in the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam." but likewise it is befitting that an individual calls on Allah Jalla using the names and the descriptions that have been clarified for example Allah has described himself with Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim uh, al uh, al, al, um, Al-Kareem the, the most generous The, 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 the partner uh, For example in the hadith of Aisha that She said If I uh, reach Laylatul Qadr uh, What should I say The Prophet said You should say Oh Allah you are the partner You love to partner So pardon us So the person should uh, Use a name which is fitting for that which he is requesting from Allah If he is requesting financial support, he calls on Allah by the the provider and the likes. اذا كان هناك امراه مريضة في بلاد الغربية هل يجوز لها ان تكتشف امام الاطباء لاجل فحص الطبي
1: ولو كان هذا يتعدى الى كشف العوره يجوز اذا كان العلاج لا بد له من ان يرى الطبيب موضع العلاج ولا يوجد طبيبه تقوم مخاطئه Uh,
2: the individual is
0: asking a female who is sick and uh, she needs to expose her privates to male doctors um, in order for her to have examinations and the likes. The Shaykh mentioned that Allah it's permissible for her to do so if the, the cure... Uh, requires that they look at her privates. The cure for the disease uh, that she is afflicted with requires that they look at her, her her privates. And and there is no female doctor present. There is no female doctor present, so a male must take her her place. With regards to the the necessary the, the necessary actions or the, the, these types of ne- necessary uh, procedures. Allah has made it permissible for upon his servants in in, their, in that regard يقول الله اذا اقطع شخص في صلاته وهو يصلي خلف الامام والامام لم في فهل ذاك
1: اذا أقطع المعموم في صلاته سهر عن شيء يعني ما قام ما أدى إن كان هذا من أركان الصلاة فالركعة التي نسي هذا الشيء فيها هو ما صحت وعليها أن يأتي بركعة يقضيها وأما كذا مجرد سهر عن أمور وهو يتابع الإمام فلا عليه السجود سهو في شيء يسهو عنه وليس بلازم أما إذا سهى بعدما سلم الإمام وهو أراد أن يأتي بما فاته من الصلاة يعني فاته ركعتان فنسي وظن أنه ركعة واحدة فجلس يتشهد بعدما أدى ركعة ثم تذكر فقام يأتي بالركعة الثانية فهذا يسجد السهو
0: Individuals asking if the person is praying behind the Imam, they make a mistake. If the Imam not, has not made that mistake, does the person pray the, the two prostrations for forgetfulness? The Shaykh said, if the person praying in the congregation has made a mistake, um, and that mistake means that he has uh, neglected one of the pillars. For example, he neglected a unit of prayer then the salat won't be correct until he comes with that unit of prayer. So once the imam has completed, he has to come with that unit of prayer. But if the person has made a mistake during the prayer, but he continues to follow the imam, not from the units of the prayer, not from the pillars of one, not from the pillars of the prayer, but he's made a mistake uh, other than the pillars of the prayer, and he continues to follow the imam, then he does not pray the prostration for forgiveness. But if he has uh, neglected One of the pillars of the prayer. Once the Imam has finished, he has to stand up and he has to complete that pillar that he has neglected and then he prays the jujud for
1: forgiveness. في حياتنا واخرتنا كما ارسل الله سبحانه وتعالى ان يوفقنا لحسن اداء هذه العباده التي يدور على حولها تدور عليها هذه الدروس وان يجعلنا من المحسنين اداءها الحريصين على ادائها وفق ما سنه لنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم كما سره جل وعلا أن يعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأن يذل القفر والكافرين والمناففين وأن يفرج قربات المفروبين من المسلمين في كل مكان وأن يزيح عنهم البتن وأن يحل بدل الأمن والإيمان والتعاون على البرد والتقوى، كما صلى الله عليه وسلم على أن يعاجل البلاد المصابة بالنحم والخروب والفضوء أن يعاجلها بفرج من سبحانه وتعالى في الشام وفي غياء في العراق وفي اليمن وفي مصر وما يكون فيها وفي ليبيا كل بقعة إسلامية نسأل الله جل وعلا أن يحل فيها بدل ما كانوا عليه فيه من خوف أن يحل محله الأمن والإيمان والإيمان والتعاون على البر والتقوى كما نسأل الله جل وعلا أن يوفق المسلمين بأن يحلوا مشاكلهم دون الإنتجاء إلى أعدائهم فإن التفارات يودون أن يكفر مسلمون ولا يرضون على المسلمين الا ان يتخلوا عن دين الاسلام ولا يزالون وسيستمرون يلتمسون الاسباب التي يصرفون المسلمين عن طاعه الله فنسال ان يخيب رجاءهم ويثبتنا جميعا بالقول الثابت ويهدينا سواء السبيل وان يقدرنا جميعا ويقدر لامواتنا ويصلحنا ويصلح احياءنا ويهدينا جميعا وأن يحفظ لهذه المملكة أمرها على دينها منها وأن يحقق ذلك للمسلمين في كل مكان، وأن يوفق ولي أمرنا لحماية الشريعة والصيانة العظيمة والصاع والجد والاستهاد في القضاء على الفتن ودواعيها، كما صرح جل وعلا ان عاجل ما. أنشأهم من هصة الحزن. أن تنتهي إن شاء الله بمن يجلب على كرامي بأن يخلّم من ثمراتها الأمن ورهد العيش واتفاق الكلمة على الحق والعداء وأن يحذّي دعات الرفضي والسارى al الدعاء al Habib concluded the lesson by
0: saying that we ask Allah we praise Allah for allowing us to come together and ask Allah with the names and attributes to make this uh, from our good deeds in this life and the next, so we ask Allah Azza wa to give us um, ability to perform these acts of worship which are mentioned in this book which we are uh, studying. We ask Allah Azza wa to make us from amongst those who are diligent uh, in implementing this worship upon the Son of the Prophet We ask Allah Azza wa to give might and glory to Islam and to debase disbelief and the hypocrites. we ask Allah Azza wa to give ease to the Muslims in all parts of the world. And to remove, uh, to bring uh, an end to all types of trials and tribulations. We ask Allah to make us from those who join together in righteousness and piety. We ask Allah to give quick uh, ease to the Muslims uh, who will be afflicted in Syria and in Iraq and in Yemen and in Egypt and in Libya. And we ask Allah to allow them to have safety and security and we ask Allah Azawajal to allow them to be people that join together upon righteousness and piety. We ask Allah Azawajal to allow the Muslims to solve and rectify their problems amongst themselves, and to not refer back to and to seek help from disbelievers. The very disbelievers only want the Muslims to abandon their religion. So we ask Allah Azawajal to give the Muslims success and to allow them to return to obedience to Allah. Azawajal. We ask Allah Azawajal to give us. The firm statement in this life and the next we ask Allah Jalla to keep us firm upon the straight path. We ask Allah Jalla uh, to forgive uh, those who are alive and those who have passed away. And to correct our affairs of this life and affairs of the dunya. We ask Allah Jalla to protect the security and safety in Saudi Arabia. And to allow the rulers to, uh, to give the rulers success to protect the legislation. And to end all trials and tribulations, we ask Allah to allow them success to end the war which is taking place in Yemen. And um, to debase the rafidah and to allow the people there to have safety and security and to allow them to have their worldly possessions. We ask Allah to bring unity about amongst the Muslims and to debase and embarrass the Rafida. For verily, Allah is the one to answer the call. And our last supplication is all praise be to Allah, the Lord of the world, and may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon Muhammad, his family members, and companions.